Today on the show, I talk to Nash Squared's Sam Bailey about the good, the bad, the do's and the don'ts of Pride Month and why an inclusive workplace is for life, not just for June. It's a great conversation about an important subject that affects everyone or should do anyway. So get yourself a tea and dive in. Time for another Unleashed Cast. It's the 50th anniversary of Pride Month. Um, it's good to reflect on how far we've come, not to underestimate also how far we have to go. What are your feelings about the progress made and what else can be done for workplace equality? Yeah, I think kind of particularly in the workplace, I do think the, I'd say the main progression we've made is kind of just general outlook on the queer community and general kind of opinions towards and impressions towards the LGBTQ plus community. I think people are becoming open um, and people are, I think, specifically obviously I'm, I'm familiar with the tech sector um, and as, as a kind of sector of, of the workplace that is very forward thinking and, and you can't really join tech and not be completely open for everything, not just limited to LGBT people. I think it's a great example of people really almost getting rid of prejudice completely. Def- it definitely still exists, but, and I think with that kind of accompanies as a byproduct kind of an, a complete lack of of care for it um, and and a really positive outlook towards the LGBT community. Like attitudes aren't aren't still fully open, as I said. People, you know, there's lots of prejudices out there, and that comes with an abundance of factors, whether it be age, where you've worked previously, where you've grown up. Obviously, the tech sector specifically is a completely global community of people. But I do think generally attitudes towards queer people are becoming mostly positive. Um, I definitely would say kind of we've reached that point where it's definitely not entirely negative in the way that it used to be. Um, but I'd say there's still a lot of room for people to get past the point of just being, you know, queer people being palatable um, and actually queer people now being actively included in the workplace so while we were setting this up one thing you said was how disclosure of identity or sexuality etc doesn't have to change how you're treated or how well you can do the job as a trans man is this the next step do you think uh, is it a kind of a difference or neutrality is this is this the next step to help level the playing field it's a bit of an odd question but what do you think yeah i mean i definitely think it's something I believe in, um, and I know that that is quite specific to my experiences. I know several trans people that are quite close to me that really do embrace their trans identity and actually do want that visibility, and that really is purely personal experience. And I do know that can be a slightly unpopular opinion, um, a sense of, as you said, neutrality. But I just... I do speak to a lot of queer people and and I have a lot of queer people in my life and and me and my partner talk about it a lot. And I do think that specifically when we talk about Pride Month and when we come into June and, you know, there's rainbows everywhere and, you know, everybody wants to get involved. And and I know that that has good incentive and I know what's behind that and the, the history behind that. But I do believe that for complete acceptance, um, you do need a sense of neutrality. I don't think that you need to be going around and 
you know, for the whole month of June, just throwing pride flags at everything and calling it acceptance and calling it support. I don't actually think they come as hand in hand as people think. Um, and I do think I, I always sort of, it's not the same. It, and I understand that it's not the same, but I do often make the connection between how become a people of color, obviously. And there is, for the most part, and I understand prejudice still exists, and this is not something I, I have obviously ever experienced, but you would never kind of make a thing of having a person of color in the workplace. That would just, that would never happen anymore, especially not kind of in the tech sector. You'd never, you don't have that diversity pledge anymore when it comes to people of color. And I don't think that that needs to happen with queer people either. I don't think you need to be specifically quote unquote looking for queer people to get that, you know, diversity pledge, as I said. And I think that comes hand in hand with a sense of neutrality. I think queer people are able to do the job just as well as cis pet people. And I I don't think it's necessary to be so obsessed, I guess maybe is the word, maybe a little bit too far, but of making it a thing to hire or, or be quote-unquote inclusive openly and, and excessively inclusive of queer people because we are just as able to do the job as anybody else. I We did... It's ironic that, that I'm doing this today because actually this week a Pride Radio coming out and and we've been talking a lot about this kind of stuff and I I spoke to one of my trans friends and we both play football and we met in an inclusive football team and we were talking about how the differences between an inclusive you know the the quote unquote worst player on the team and best player on the team on an inclusive team across all genders and sexualities is really quite minimal. Um, if you're doing something you love and something you're you're experienced in doing, you just have just as much kind of difference in ability as a group of, you know, all cis men or all straight people. Queer people are not any less or more able to do anything than anybody else. We're all just human. Um, and I think like attitudes and, and biases needs need to be gone, um, positive and negative. Uh, for people for queer people in the workplace but that I do, I do understand that that comes from a place of privilege for me being a cis passing trans man and you know when I joined my company now I was under no obligation to tell people about my identity or not tell my people about my identity it really made no difference for me and I understand that is not the same for a lot of people and that's why it's kind of a debatable subject in, in the neutrality sense because some people being trans is is a huge huge part of their identity and being visibly trans is a huge part of their identity and they look for that inclusion and that extreme like openness in the workplace so it's definitely it's difficult but that is my personal opinion um with my experience and and it has worked out for me so (laughs) you know yeah i um it's a difficult one isn't it because i think hopefully that's the next stage of uh, beyond acceptance uh, and into true equality. But uh, I, I say this about every kind of awareness week or month is that it's great to highlight these things, but for one, it shouldn't be just a month. It should be all the time, obviously. But I get the idea of gathering up all the the energy to, to make it something special. Yeah. But um, 
And the other side of that is it you don't want it to be a pink washing exercise for a lot of companies, which it is, where okay. you can kind of ghettoize all this these thoughts and these initiatives into one specific time frame and then go about conducting your business in the way that you would have before without really embedding these behaviors or cultures or um, practices. Um, but it seems like we're in an interesting time and it seems like certainly um, Nash Squared seems like a, a great place to work uh, in this respect. And my last question was going to be about that. Well, this is not how the conversations panned out, but what I was going to say was this conversation could be quite boring because the idea is that everyone works in a company regardless of protected characteristics. You're doing the job, right? Um, so what's your experience with Nash Squared? It seems like it's, it seems like a great place to work, right? Yeah. So I kind of came into the company, maybe not unorthodox, like in an unorthodox sense. Um, my, my boss, uh, David Savage, uh, who runs the Tech Talks podcast, he actually placed my mom in a role about, about nine years ago or so. Um, so he, he's known my family for, for a long time and, and he, he was looking for kind of a, a marketing assistant of sorts and, and we got on really well and that's how I got into the role. And so I, I kind of, you know, was much more familiar with him than, than Nash Squared as a business very early on. Um, and David's great. I mean, he's sort of the exact thing we were talking about. He's, he, it literally doesn't bother him at all. He He's very kind of politically accurate with this kind of thing. Obviously running a podcast and speaking to all different types of people, my first my first interaction with Nash Squared was through him. Um, and I automatically felt kind of not pressured one way or another to disclose any parts of my identity or to not. I really felt like and knew very early on that that just wasn't going to change anything. And I'm kind of lucky enough, I've spoken to a lot of people in Nash Pride, which is the kind of DNI group that I'm part of at Nash Squared and, and I've been lucky enough to not experience a lot of the prejudices that a lot of my peers have um, in past work in you know university any of these things um, that I've done and then but then meeting all of the wider people in Nash Squared and being part of, of Nash Pride I just there's been a real lack of just anything negative i've never experienced anything like that um and there's a real across absolutely everybody whether it's national pride whether it's members of the lgbt community or allies or just anyone there's a real attitude of that's it's so far beyond not acceptable like nobody would even fathom the concept of there being any issues for for queer people in the workplace to the point where you know i speak to my peers and they I was speaking to one of my peers yesterday and she got some backlash on an, on a LinkedIn post, not from anyone in the company. And that actually came up in a, in a conversation we were having with somebody else yesterday. They were like, oh, it's, it wasn't anyone internal. And, and she was like, oh, of course not. Like nobody even, you wouldn't even fathom that that would happen. And I don't really disclose my trans identity when I first meet people. Um, I'm, a, I'm, at a point in my transition for anyone that isn't you know for anyone that's listening to this I'm really cis passing I don't I don't kind of feel any need to it doesn't often change anything about my interactions with people and I felt the same in the workplace um but I felt like my experiences 
and my specific experience as a trans as a trans person over kind of people with different sexualities could be of use um and especially with pride month and nash pride as a committee i felt that one i would not get any backlash for it but two it could be a useful thing to disclose and when i did it was a real nothingness reaction from people it was as i said it's uh, before with the neutrality thing personally i i don't really kind of respond well to those, those comments that you get where you know as a trans person any any trans people that might be listening um, i think we've all been there with you're so brave or i never would have known you were trans or like you're really open about your identity and and things like that and there was a real nothingness about that um, at nash nash squared which was so refreshing because you know I'm 22. I've recently left uni. Before that, I was in school. You know, people my age and, and younger, they really have a, quite a knack for for saying what they think is the right thing to say. But usually it's a bit kind of condescending. And I, I've never had any of that at Nash Squared. All I've had is everybody's really grateful for me sharing my experiences. Everybody's been really open for me to kind of be able to share that and therefore make the content that we make and everything just that bit more informative. And in that sense, I think myself and everyone I work with were all in agreement that Nash Squared is is a great example of how perfectly to handle these situations and these this new age that everyone says we're in of, you know, accepting queer people. And yeah, I think I'm not the only one that would say that it's a great example for how to properly accept people without, as you said, just the tokenism that, that June often brings around. Well, that's great to hear. And thanks for talking to Unleashcast. I mean, it's um, it's really appreciated. We are quite far into Pride Month already. So um, yeah. it was we, we organised this quite quickly, but I do really appreciate you talking to us today. We will speak to you very soon. Sam, thank you. Cheers.